course, this is from a website, organicconsumers.org. Revealing history, machines of war, Blackwater, Monsanto, and Bill Gates. <laughs> and Betsy yeah, DeVos. And of course, this is under an anti-genetic engineering propaganda page. <laughs> Have you ever eaten a papaya? Well, then you're welcome. Yeah. You can, <laughs> don't get me started. You can thank genetic engineering for that. Someone asked me if I, they wanted Was organic. It papayas? Yeah, that papayas. Almost, that almost yeah. Shine a light on. <laughs> chicken to China, the Chinese chicken. Yeah, drumstick, and your brain starts chuck teeing. That's right. Take a gravy seat. What's on your biscuit and mine? You are tuned into Maui's number two radio show. Quite possibly Maui's number two most high volume educational radio show in the world. I'm the host of the Biscuits and Gravy Show. You got it dialed into KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. Yeah, and that whip can mean one thing, one thing only. Coming up on the show, we're gonna do a little bit of a conspiracy roundup. (laughs) When we've got when we've got too many conspiracies, too many conspiracies, bro. For the cookbook, then we go. We turn to the roundup. Usually, we like to do conspiracy cookbook where we have exactly oriented things we're gonna do. Where it's more of a free form conspiracy. This is just. (laughs) Conspiracy, I'm hungry, open the fridge, everything is going on. Open the fridge. Why don't they make see-through refrigerator doors so you can just stare at They in do, and, and they're like 19 grand. Or they have cameras inside of them, too. I would want a camera like a colonoscopy camera, though, so I could like snake around it and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? My girlfriend is like playing Minesweeper. I would love that. You have like a little joystick, and <laughs> yeah. you're just going through the fridge. You can you can check on the veggies, see if they're, yep. see if they're still ripe. You can ripe. Like, lift up. Up the sour cream lid and peek in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what great. I want. That'd be great. What's the what's it called? Lycoscopic surgery, where it has the little the little tiny surgeon tools that go in through the tube too. Yeah, and, and then can... it comes out of it like a little tremors butthole thing. <laughs> and then you can get the Willy Wonka smell evader for the full experience. Ooh. Coming up on the show, we got Chuck stuff, the knowledge buffalo. Vince Fodi, my co-host, my cohort, my co-something. It is peak quarantine, man. We are broadcasting from the Biscuit Bunker. We are in the Biscuit Bunker. Simulcast in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. What else we got going on the show today, young man? Well, we've just we've got a, a huge segment to talk about for... Um, Spoiler alert. Oh, it's so huge. We've got, so huge. Because I it's don't, a girthy I don't spoiler know, alert It's today. a girthy spoiler alert. I don't know if you know this, but uh, the Emmys were the other night. Oh, So right. we're going to be talking all about the Emmy results. And, of course, Tony Shalhoub and his velour outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, yeah. I got a nice picture of uh, Tony Shalhoub live from the Emmys. Who, unfortunately, Tony Shalhoub did not win the Emmy. Ugh. Which I did think he deserved to win. Failure. But yeah. I heard that they sent everybody a sealed box. Mm. And then when the Oscar got called, you would open up the box. And if you had won, your Oscar was inside the box. Oh, that's a little bit of a... Uh... So you didn't know. Mm. And then if you got the Oscar, you would open up the box and you won. And the Oscar was inside, which mm. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was cool how dreamy Tony Shalhoub was for the Oscars. I'm surprised that they allowed that Trump allowed them to do it by mail because we all know <laughs> the USPS cannot be cannot, cannot be, be trusted. trusted during an election time. I saw a thing that was like, "You trust your vote by mail? Okay, hotshot. Put a hundred dollar bill in an envelope and mail it to yourself." 
It's like, all right, pop quiz, hot shot. Grandma has been mailing money in the mail forever. Right. I never missed out on grandma money. Also, we've been voting by mail since like the Civil War. So yeah, you know what else we've been doing since the Civil War? Disenfranchising black people, Trump. <laughs> and it's still true today. You know what else? More about that in spoiler alert. You know who else has been voting by mail? All of our troops. So you're saying all of our troops' votes have not been counting this entire time? I mean, clearly. No, I say support the troops, vote by mail. Support the poops, bro. I got a tr- question for you, Chuck. Sure. What's going on? Well, thanks, man. I know this has been on your mind all morning. Biscuiteers, gravy gals, my biscuit boys. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. And what's going on with me, Chuck Sauce, today? What is going well, on I with you? I thought you'd never ask, I want to know what's th- what makes you tick. And I want to know what's going on in your mind, too. So give us a call here at the station at 808-873-3435. We are not at the station, but you can call. You can give us a ring. You can talk to Tony. And whether you're in your car, at home, or crocheting in the bathtub, What's going on, man? And what's going on with me? I can't wait to talk about this a little bit later in Gluttony Club. Um, I do have But I went vegetarian to... for like four days, and it was That right. sounds terrible. It was okay. <laughs> um, lots of vegetable lasagna, I'm guessing. Lots of vegetable lasagna, and then you have to answer questions to your girlfriend like, do you think these falafel balls would it taste better if we fried them in butter? <laughs> or like, lard. Yeah, 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 yes, I would say so. <laughs> yes, I do. So that's not that's not vegan, but it is still a vegetarian. Uh, what's going on with me? Oh, I got a dog this week. Hi, Daisy. Mm. Hi, Daisy. Daisy. Oh, my friend Pete's dog is also named Daisy. Ooh, we can have Daisy. She is a huge German Shepherd. She is not a Daisy. She is not like <laughs> not a, a Daisy. When you picture a Daisy, you picture like a cute little petite dog. No, no. not a dog that could rip your throat out. My she, Daisy, and she's like, as on the scale of German Shepherds, she's on the larger end. She's a huge dog. She's more like an Ottoman Empire uh, German Shepherd, right? Correct. Huge, big one. Today's show is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's slumber mattress. Available exclusively at Chris Tucker's mattresses. And also by by Andrew Jackson's eye drops. Guaranteed to get the red out. You'll have a trail of tears with Andrew Jackson's eye drops. Andrew Jackson did invite everybody in to eat a giant wheel of cheese, though, right? I believe that was Andrew Jackson. Yeah, also, they got so drunk on his inauguration day that it was the second time the White House caught on fire. (laughs) Um. While we're at the top of the show, you know what we should talk about? What? Uh, we should just mention that there is, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, Wednesday, there is a comedy show tomorrow at Vibe. Yes. Oh, wait, it's tomorrow? To- I believe so, yeah. Whoa, I thought it was like next week. No, it's it's tomorrow. Wow, I'm completely ill-prepared. <laughs> so that's tomorrow at Vibe. It's oh. 8 o'clock. I believe that the tickets are $10, but you can't. got to get the whole table, bro. No, they are selling individual tickets. Oh, no way. But you can pre-order an entire table if you so desire. But yeah, I believe the tickets are $10, or you can get a table for like 30 bucks or something like that. And uh, yeah, Chino LaForge, the man, the myth, the legend, back on island. Oh, wow. That is tomorrow, the 24th. And I can't believe, I can't even remember the last time you and I had done a a comedy show with Chino. No, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. It was uh, last year during February, almost, pre-COVID. And it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, I think the last like real pre-COVID show I did was with Sammy Obeyed. I was looking through my pictures. From, oh, like, wow. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was St. Patty's Day weekend. That, that was, was a long, everything long time ago. started to get locked down. Today's show is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. Get unencumbered. And also by Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle. For nephews and nieces, you need Sinise's. And of course, by Paul Rubin's Beef Jerky. Need a shot of protein? 
Nobody knows more about jerked meat than Paul Rubens. Speaking of jerked meat, go, go ahead, finish that. It's a great snack to take to the movies. Speaking of jerked meat, we were talking last week about Charlize Theron. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we just talked about Gary Sneeze. We were talking about Charlize Theron last week. And yeah, we were so hot, bro. Whether, whether or not she was naked in... Uh, the Italian job. <laughs> yes, and with the and answer is no. <laughs> she was not naked in the Italian job, but I did a little research and found out Charlize Theron is naked in almost every other movie. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, she does not mind bearing everything to the world. I would not mind her either. She's um, so beautiful. Yeah, she's a nice, nobody's complaining. Um, specifically, let's see. She was in a movie called. Um, she was in a movie called Two Two Weeks in the Valley. Oh yeah, where there's I like want two weeks where in her valley. There's like an ex. <laughs> there's like a big sex scene in that. Um, she she shows her nip in Sweet November. <laughs> oh, dude, no way! <laughs> Which was the movie that I was talking about? <laughs> oh, sweetness. Um, so that's the best. Also, you know what? November's my birthday. Also, uh, oh, thanks, thanks Charlie. It's gonna be a sweet November. Ooh, it's better. Uh, she um, also oh. Just like Meg Ryan gets fully naked in uh, New York in the Fall, <laughs> which was a, a Keanu Reeves movie that I made up. Uh, Charlie Siren was also she shows her butt in Cider House Rules. Oh, she does. Remember, we're we you and I I know are both big fans of the movie Cider House Rules. Of course, with Michael Caine. That yep. was um, when I Who first doesn't like movies about abortion. That was the movie that uh, got me addicted to Ether. <laughs> Dude, Ether, bro. <laughs> Ether. And uh, most amazingly, she exposes everything and she's fully nude and has a sex scene yeah, with dude. Gary Sinise. With Gary Sinise! In the bro. movie Reindeer Games. Uh, which is the only thing that could have been good for that movie. Gary Reind- Sinise! Reindeer Games is where Batman has a water gun, right? What? Ben Affleck has like a water gun and ro- like tries robbing a bank. Reindeer Games and then. They all end up in like in a hotel with their money and kill each other. Right, it's like a like a Christmas themed heist movie. <sighs> and uh, Ben Affleck's character's name is Rudy in the movie because he's supposed to be Rudolph, Dude, the red nosed reindeer. So terrible. <laughs> like, <sighs> just when you think Gary can- Sinise couldn't get any cooler, then you find out he's then, banging Charlie's Theron. Then I was reminded that he has a, a sex scene with Charlie's Theron. Oh, man, reindeer games bro. of Charlie's in charge. Charlie's in charge <laughs> of Marty's Which is and a, my a totally nights. real show Charlie's that Chuck didn't charge. make up. <laughs> There's a new girl in the neighborhood, and she lives downstairs, That it's understood. That's understood. She's just there to play BDSM with me, <laughs> like I'm one big bad daddy. Today's show is brought to us by Jude Law's colostomy bags. The law is on your side. Jude Law's ageless, huh? What's up with that? We're going to be talking about Jude Law during spoiler alert because uh, he's in a new HBO miniseries. Yeah. So we'll talk about that a little bit later on the show. But first, do you hear that music, Chuck? I do. What what a a first stop on the gravy train today is. (laughs) 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 All aboard! Choo-choo! We're going to Morningwood. Thanks for tuning in to KKU KKU 88.5. You are listening to Maui's number two radio station. And we are going to start our first segment today, Morningwood, with Vince Fodi. Uh, now, this the first item that I have for Morningwood was actually something that you sent me. Naturally. It was about a Nigerian porn star. Of course. Would you like to, ex- to extrapolate on that? Uh, extrapolate away I will. Alrighty, so, guys, check it out. 
You're a porn star, right? Correct. You like hanging D? I mean, not me, but no, not personally. I'm no, I'm not a photogenic. But I do like hanging D. I do like it. I like that's like the best part about being in like a relationship, walking around naked all the time, dude. Love it. That's also the best part about being single. (laughs) 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 Whether you're in a relationship or you're single, everybody loves walking around naked. Walking around naked. So. Normally, when That's we like talk about when, Nigeria, when, back when I had a roommate, scams, right? whenever justice would go away for like the week or whatever, he'd yeah. go on vacation. You're like naked time. Now I get to be naked for for the next week straight. So I have something in common with this porn star in that I like to do terrible things at sacred sites too. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Usually, like pee. like a like a UNESCO World Heritage site. Not that much, but when I was in like fifth grade, I what got... are uh, World Heritage sites? Well, this type it's areas that the UN wants to go into, and say that they're saving something that's really old and ancient, but really kidnap like kids. Like your mom. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're gonna do a crossover. That hey guys, look this up. Uh, UN kidnapping people all the time. <laughs> they just do it. Just Google it. It might be from a website called onyxrocksrocks.co, but read the article, okay? okay. The UK, I the will. UK I'll get right on that, Jack. Kidnaps people. All right, so we're talking about porn starts here right. on Morningwood, so right? So it's, it's a, a Nigerian grove. Yep, a Nigerian grove. Now, this porn star thinks, what better spot than to film a porn movie than in a UNESCO World Heritage site? Right, and the thing that I found really interesting was this site is the spot uh it, it's in it's in Nigeria and it's a place that is sacred because it's supposed to be home to the Nigerian fertility goddess. What better spot to film the porn? That'd be like a, if a Hawaiian porn star filled a porn over at EL Valley. Yeah. That's because the EL needle is supposed to be a phallic symbol. It is. Right? And if you go to EL Valley, which is a state park, they say the word phallic symbol when you're like reading the little information things. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because they, they believe that it was the uh, fertility god. Yeah. They believe that that was a, that. Or a fertility god. Yeah. They believe that was actually Maui's penis. Interesting. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's kind of a good idea. It's it's a good idea to to film a porn site at a place that is the home of a fertility goddess because that's what it's all about. So I did some research. It's almost and like I he couldn't... was paying homage to totally. the fertility goddess. Exactly. That's what she would have wanted, I believe. And I know you're all thinking Nigeria. That's where you get scammed from, right? Someone wants to give you 17% a Nigerian prince. of their money. <laughs> if his porn name was just Nigerian prince. Ooh, baby. Prince of thieves. <laughs> um... So I couldn't he, find so he any got arrested, porn. Right? At, yeah, he got arrested, and they're gonna murder him. Oh, is that is that how they deal with that there? Yep, he's he's gonna be gone. Ah, uh, well, he had a good run. But I'd say porn star. I would never even know that this was a world heritage site if I didn't have porn alerts set out for for this. Right. Are there so, any world? Where are the world heritage sites in America? I think there's like one in Philadelphia or something. I would say the the Bell would be a World Heritage site. I guess so, but I mean like World Independence Hall, where they wrote the Declaration of Independence, is is way more important than the Liberty Bell, which nobody even really knows about the Liberty Bell. It's and just a symbol of freedom. Like they made it because it was not supposed to be a functional bell. It was supposed to be a functional bell, and you know how. I don't think so. <laughs> this is the beginning of American craftsmanship. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, big crack in it. Ah, oh, the comedy show's tomorrow? I'm so not prepared. Um, uh, well, 
get you better get prepared. Now I should because be. uh, there's gonna be so many people there who, of are, who are expecting you to. I be I mean, on your A just game. kidding. I'm funny all the time. There's gonna be all twelve people that can fit inside a vibe. <laughs> I know. Are gonna be are gonna be anxious plus thirteen the bartender, <laughs> <laughs> and the guy always coming with the backpack that just has no money. Oh yeah, of course. He's, He's gonna, gonna be there, sir, sir, sir. It's like you need money's just a concept, man. Oh, I got one more thing for Morningwood. What? Um, are you familiar with with a uh, friend of the show, Young Gravy, the rapper? Young, yes, I am. Rapper Young Gravy. Of who, course. By the way, Young Gravy has uh, he's been getting he's been gaining momentum. Of course. Before he was just a novelty rapper that we I mean we were way way ahead of the curve here on Young Gravy because we were talking about Young Gravy like. Years ago. Years ago. Years ago, back when nobody even knew who Young Gravy was. And now, um, do you remember the, the porn star that died last year? Which or, one? Or last last week, rather? Yes. Zoe Parker? Of course. Of course, Zoe Parker. She was only 24, rest <sighs> in peace. Um, it turns out uh, her last Facebook post, right before she passed- Was about Young Gravy. Was lyrics to the Young Gravy song, Whip a Tesla. Whip a Tesla. So look how far Young Gravy has come. He went from being just somebody that we were talking about anecdotally on our radio show to being to, a real person to in the news. being quoted in the Facebooks of dead porn stars. And of course, you know they're going to put that on her gravestone. <laughs> of course. Here lies Zoe Parker. Whip a Tesla. Whip a Tesla. <laughs> All right, uh, anything else for Morningwood? No, that's it, man. But Morningwood always gets me so hungry. I can't wait to talk about Gluttony Club. Mm. But first, do you know what we're going to jump into right now, Vincent Fody? Is it Biscuits and or Gravy News? It's Biscuits and or Gravy News. Biscuits and or Gravy News has been brought to us by Bruce Springsteen's String Beans. They're grown in the USA. And also by Jim Croce's Crochet Kits. He doesn't mess around with Slim and he doesn't mess around with cro- quality crochet equipment. Hey Chuck, are you listening? Are you looking for quality crochet equipment? I am not listening. <laughs> <laughs> you are not listening, clearly. Well, I've, I've got a name. I've got a name. And viewers like you. Thanks for tuning like into you. the Biscuits and Gravy Show here on KKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. So just a quick Biscuits and or Gravy news. Because then we got to jump into the quickest conspiracy roundup. And then a very fruitful... Well, we'll do, we'll do spoiler alert first, and then we'll, spoiler. Save, we'll save conspiracy roundup for the end. And then we're going to finish off the show with a nice segment we call Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo, where buffalo you can email sound. me your questions, and I will answer them live on the air to prove that I'm the smartest buffalo in the world. In the room. But first, <laughs> it's biscuits and or gravy news. All right, so Chuck, are you familiar with Cinnabon? Cinnabon? I call them Cinnabons. Cinnabon is that place at the airport that gives you diabetes. Oh, right! It's basically like a big sugary cinnamon bun roll that's just covered in... They inject in, with cream and more butter and sugar. Yeah, it's just covered with cream. like pure sugar syrup. I mean, it's delicious. Don't get me wrong. We've all eaten a Cinnabon. We've all felt bad about it later. Um, but <laughs> but what? Are, what <laughs> I know what you're probably thinking, Chuck. I'm sick of having to go all the way to the airport for these delicious Cinnabons. I hear you, man. I'm always thinking to myself, Cinnabon related why are the bars in the airport? <laughs> the, the airport used to be the only place where somebody would be desperate enough Aren't to eat a Cinnab- Cinnabon. Cinnabon's not like uh, Auntie Annie's pretzels where they're everywhere. 
Cinnabons are almost exclusively airports, you're telling me? I've almost only seen them in airports. I'm sure there's pl- there's malls out there. Like a, a really big mall probably has a Cinnabon in it. I think I've seen Cinnabons in malls. Not if, at the Cannery Mall. If you've where seen Jake a Cinnabon. Jake will be this Thursday from 12 to 12. If you like Jake Gyllenhaal or you know where there's a, a Cinnabon outside of an airport, give I us a call. 808-873-3435. Tell Tony. 803-873-3435. He could probably go for a Cinnabon right now. Cinnabon uh, Watch is presented in part by Cinnawatch. Tim Allen's <laughs> Wrenches. Great for turning, state's evidence. And also by Topher Grace's Etiquette School. When you go for Grace, call Topher Grace. Uh, and viewers so, like you. And viewers like you. Uh, so Cinnabon, Cinnabon is releasing a line of frozen breakfast items. Of course they are. I'm about to release a line myself. <laughs> that sounds delicious. I'm about to release a line of frozen breakfast <laughs> items right into the toilet. Chuck sauce, biscuits, and gravy in the morning. <laughs> now, uh, these frozen breakfast items are going to include like cinnamon-related stuff. Hold on, I like that they have to call them frozen breakfast items because <laughs> you know they're not real. Um, it's not actually breakfast. It's like breakfast is in quotation marks. Breakfast. <laughs> breakfast is the most important <laughs> meal of the day. So... Um, one of the frozen breakfast items is going to be a Cinnabiscuit chicken sandwich. Oh, my Lord. With so you're cinnamon telling sauce. me. It's a Cinnabiscuit. A cinnamon sauce. A cinnamon, Cinnabiscuit chicken sandwich with cinnamon sauce. Cinnabiscuit. 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 <laughs> like Johnny Cinnabiscuit. Cinnabiscuit. <laughs> By the way, I was playing Rocket League this morning. Yeah. Uh, and the person. The video game? Yeah. Um, are you familiar with Rocket League? Is that the soccer one? It's like you're, you're playing soccer truck? with little cars. Okay. Um, one of the usernames who I was playing with was named Johnny Sins. <laughs> so either I was playing Rocket League with the actual Johnny Sins, or I was playing Rocket League with somebody who is a huge Johnny Sins fan. I mean, either you way, can only I, be a big fan of him. Either way, I was very excited. Um, so anyway, yes, yeah, so this Cinnabon. Cinnabiscuit chicken sandwich is going to be two cinnamon two cinnamon biscuits with a, a freeze-dried piece of chicken in between, and it's going to come with cinnamon sauce. And, of course, it is going <laughs> to be... And you braise it in cinnamon <laughs> sauce. <laughs> Cinnasauce braised. Um, and, of course, it is going to be available at your local Walmart. Okay, Because nice. the only people who I think would buy and consume something like that are the shoppers at Walmart, I believe. That actually seems like a Taco Bell item. <laughs> it does. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like, and also at Taco Bell. At Taco Bell. It's like Taco Bell's breakfast can't get any worse than it already is, so why not, why not coordinate with uh, Cinnabon mm. and have a Cinnabiscuit chicken sandwich? It does sound kind of... Cinnabiscuit. I'm not going to say it sounds good. <laughs> I'm going to say it sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, people have chicken and waffles. Maple syrup is sweet, right? I do love chicken and waffles. Okay. I did chicken and waffles with a a maple sriracha syrup one time. Now you're talking. Where you mix in the maple syrup with, with a sriracha, mm-hmm. and it gives it this spicy... Mm. We talked about that on the show. I think that was about a year ago that we were talking about that. So good. The chicken and waffles. We've got we've got chicken strips and waffles in my refrigerator right now. How are we eating it as we speak, bro? Why is why is sauce. it not my cheat day? <laughs> every day is a cheat day. <laughs> every day is a cheat day. Actually, I'm on the Tom Brady diet where every Sunday is my cheat day. Uh, okay, so <laughs> take that, Tom Brady. You think you're better than me just because you are? I just, just want you to say just because you're the, the amalgamation of chicken cinnamon biscuit again. 
Oh, you, oh, you want to hear the Cinnabiscuit? Cinnabiscuit. Is, is now your new favorite portmanteau? I'm going to get that on my driver's license. <laughs> Cinnabiscuit. Cinnabiscuit. <laughs> well, if you create if you create a religion that worships Cinnabiscuits, uh-huh. then you can, theoretically, you can claim that um, a Cinnabiscuit is your religious headwear. Yep. And the DMV of can't force you to remove it of during course. your uh, driver's license yep. photo. And... <laughs> You, you just gotta to create pay. the Church of Cinnabon. Yep, and then churches, of course, the are first tax Church exempt. of Cinnabon, because oh yeah. So <laughs> then there would be no sin tax. Oh, sin tax. I like it. Sin tax. I like where yeah. you're going. So if you want to uh, deregulate Cinnabons, give us a call at 808. <laughs> call your local congressman, guys, okay? Church of Cinnabiscuit Buns. <laughs> Cinnabis- so hold on. How much? Chuck Thompson putting the sin in church. <laughs> I mean, it's like if you had like the strudel and you wrapped it in chicken. The strudel. And then put the strudel cream on top, right? True. Except that it's biscuits and it's fried chicken. And yeah? it's cinnamon sauce. I've never heard the phrase... They they just mentioned it very casually in the article. Super casual. Ca- but I've never heard the phrase cinnamon sauce. I've heard <laughs> I've heard of cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe cinnamon glaze, but I've never I've heard of a glaze. I've never heard of cinnamon sauce. That's how and you know you're getting a lot of it. It's like it's cinnamon a glaze is like, oh, we're glazing over it. Right, like, like a toaster sauce. Cinnamon is like sauce means a vat of cinnamon cinna sauce. It comes with like a side of it to dip it in, like a French. As a side of it to <laughs> swim in, baby. Just I want those biscuits like to a, float in, bro. <laughs> it's like a, that's like a cinnamon. I just want gravy. the chicken going like, hey, You're like ladling cinnamon gravy onto a, cinnab- a chicken cinnamon. So here's the cinnabiscuit challenge. All right, you get a can of chicken. Okay, what a, a can, can of chicken of. of, of <laughs> Cinnamon, like a quart of chicken, like you're Just, ordering like Chinese food. No, I'd like the, the chicken in a can, and then you got to get. I'm sure they make uh, even a can would have like cinnamon flavoring in a can, right? And then wait, and where then do biscuits. you get chicken in a can? Oh, they make chicken in a can. It's disgusting. Really? Yeah, totally. Like the, like the deviled ham in a can, or no, no, no. Like this is like uh, like a hen. Think of like a little chicken, and like then a full chicken in a can. Yeah, like a like a quail. Kind of, yeah. It's like a Dan Quayle. Like Dan Quayle in a can. Dan Quayle in a can. Because when you think can, you think Dan Quayle. Didn't people shun Dan Quayle because he couldn't spell potato? He spelled uh, potato incorrectly. He he was at like a school full of children, Mm -hmm. and uh, they were doing like a spelling thing. And he was like, And they're like, let's ask the vice president to spell potato, and he spelled it incorrectly. Interesting. We should have a spelling competition this year. (laughs) Ah, uh, that was, and then uh, everybody made fun of him mercilessly. That was, and uh, that was back in the day where um, not being smart or capable made you ineligible to be the president of the I United know, States. I know, and then now, of course, they have to represent the people. What an so archaic time! You got to imagine how dumb the average person is. And then we had Bush, and now we got Trump. It's right. great. Um, just like people were making fun of AOC, they're like, she can't be a congressperson. She was a bartender. And she's like, but, yeah. But who are it, we? Who are we going to vote for president? A reality television star who bankrupted a casino. Also, she has like a master's degree, right? Uh, Why isn't browsers doing AO, any AOC porn? All right, let's get into. Uh, I'm sure they are. Let's get into Gluttony Club. Oh man! All this talk about cinnamon biscuits and and chicken in a can has made me hungry. Well, Vincent Fodi, I had an interesting week. 
Okay. So we're doing pillow talk. Me and my girlfriend, Governor Chris Christie. Uh huh. And we say, hey, we should eat more vegetables. <laughs> okay. And I say, yeah, you know uh, what? It sounds like, like she broached that conversation. And I say, oh, once a month. You know, we could have, like, meatless Mondays, right? <laughs> She's like, we're going to go vegetarian. I'm like, baby, mm-hmm. we are not going to go vegetarian. Let's, let's slide our sides mm-hmm. in something more realistic, <laughs> you know? Why don't we set achievable goals for achievable. ourselves? Achievable. <laughs> like, let's have vegetables twice a day and fruit. Like, like only eat one stick of Kerrygold butter a day. Oh, my God. I Did you see the picture of all the Kerrygold I used last night? <laughs> no, Dude. I did not. So I did see the packets that you sent me for the lamb. Oh, oh dude, my God, that, looks that was so Kerrygold good. and rosemary. Diana's been in the mood for lamb lately, so I, I think Ooh. I might I might cook up some lamb. Maybe put it in like the in the crock pot. Maybe give me give me a ride home. I'll give you two lamb chops to try. They're already sous vide. Really? Yeah. Wow. Anyway, so I it's so weird, man. Being a vegetarian, it's not bad. I had a breakfast burrito that didn't have any meat in it. It was okay. Had, I had what a, was it? Just eggs. It and was eggs and potatoes and cheese and. Okay. Peppers or something. It was All doable. Right. It was something. Uh, you know I did what make that fettuccine even Alfredo. Bacon. Very good. I had some okay. fettuccine Alfredo. All right. All right. I had uh, falafels. Not great. Okay. These are like homemade falafels? Yeah. They're really falafels dry. can be finicky. Yeah. And then, of course, my girlfriend asked me, do you think they'd be better if we deep fried them? I'm like, yeah. No. Yeah, Definitely. Definitely would. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. The answer is yes. Yes, the answer is. We all know every biscuitier knows. There's nothing you can't deep fry to make it better. Nothing. Just like there's nothing that's so good you can't put a fried egg on top of it Uh, to make it better. So we had eggs for breakfast one day. All right. So the first day we're supposed to be vegetarian. First morning. Yeah. First morning we're supposed to be vegetarian. I say, hey baby, do you want like a fruit smoothie and a fried egg? And she said, no, we have to eat up the leftovers. Uh, I want you to cook that pork. I would have just been hoping, like, um, it was one of those things, like, when you get drunk and you you make plans, but then you wake up the next morning and all those plans go out the window. You're like, you know what? We're not going to drive to the waterfall and go hiking today. Can you believe how drunk we were? We said we were going to be vegetarian. (laughs) That'll never happen. (sighs) So the first morning we're supposed to be vegetarian, Mm -hmm. she says, well, waste not, want not. There's pork in the fridge. What, are you going to throw that animal out? And I said, no, I'll just freeze it. Like, that's all you do. If I can't eat something, mm. I just throw it in the freezer. See, she gave you an out. And then and I it. throw it away later. Okay. Right? Right. <laughs> so our first morning being vegetarian, we had pork loin. <laughs> 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 it was the one we sous vide last week. It was so good. Oh, it was, was even really better. Good. Oh, did, dude. Did you have the hoisin sauce still? I did. I gargled it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> then I had to eat salad. So I, you know, gargling some all weekend sauce in the I ate tons of veggies and cheesy stuff. And I got to tell you, I wasn't as hungry as I normally am. It kind of like really tempered a lot of my food cravings. Huh. And uh, my poops were pretty good. <laughs> what do you mean when you eat when you eat food that has actual vitamins and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> and isn't that nuts, dude? Cray. That's like when you drink water instead of soda, then you're not, then you're you're not like, thirsty anymore because you're, you're actually giving your body what it wants. But by day four, we went an extra day. I went all month. Dude, I crashed. I slept for 12 hours on Monday, uh, and I had like a beer. I, I like get drunk. I like sleeping all day when I'm when I'm dieting because <laughs> yep. then because <laughs> then you wake up the next day, and uh, it, it's hard to not eat when you're awake. It's easy to not eat when you're asleep. Well, actually, that's my problem is that I sleep eat, okay? So if we get especially, <laughs> like, the shredded cheese 
Or like, I can't tell you every girlfriend I've ever had. We get like. Where you t- just put your sleepwalking, and then Christy and then I, catches you eating yeah, in the middle of the night. And you're like, putting, oh, oh, I was just sleep eating, <laughs> baby. No, normally I won't. I wasn't know breaking the. the next I wasn't day, breaking the. Diet. And I'm like, oh, hey, baby, I'm gonna eat your leftovers from last night from the restaurant. <laughs> and then I open the box up, and it's empty, and there's garbage all over the floor. Oh, I, I I ate an Ali'i mushroom croquette. Ooh. From the Mill House one oh. time at like three in the morning, Ooh. and it was probably the best thing I've ever tasted in my I entire life. Oh my god! How do you make so a mushroom good. croquette? Um, I don't know. You 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 gotta like cut it up and like whip it with something, and <laughs> you then you to, freeze it. You put the you mushroom on the ground, it. and then you hit it with that with that paddle. Oh, of course, yes. And you have to hit it through the little the little wicket. Yes, and if it goes through the wicket. Have you ever played croquet? I'm making a croquet joke, but now I'm, I'm thinking about. I'm following your croquet joke. But now I'm so, so thinking about croquet. Movie. I'm thinking about croquet. Are you talking about Heather's? Of course. Starring, starring friend of the show Winona Ryder. When when you're thinking <laughs> about something to mount, think Winona Ryder's horses. I would do dirt. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I would do Stranger Things there. Oh, man. Uh, that's a really good movie, The Heather's. If it's really good. It is a great movie. And also, I've played croquet, and it's fun. Yeah, it's it like is. Alice in Wonderland. I want to play more outdoorsy games. It's now, it's like um, what it's like bocce ball, except you have like to be more ball. except with a mallet because you have to be more precise to get it through the wicket. Yep, I like bocce ball too. So I was vegetarian from Friday at like eleven o'clock till yesterday at like four four o'clock. That right? Sounds terrible. It was a long time being vegetarian. Yeah, it sounds so rough. We got our dog and we're coming back. And I'm like, baby, I'm going to sous vide some lamb chops tonight. That's going to take like a lot of hours. She's like, well, I'm hungry now, Charles. <laughs> Eat the dog. So <laughs> we went to Jack in the Box, right? When I'm like, oh, thank God. Like if you're going to be vegetarian for four and a half grueling days. If you're going to splurge, you got to do it all the you way. You got to go get the Jack in the Box. Of course. So I used the Jack in the Box app so I get free jalapenos. And they were three of them for free. They were like the size of my testicle. The jalapeno poppers. They weren't big. They were very small and oblong. They have been getting a little skimpy with the jalapeno poppers. And they were like cold too. And it was lame. So then I customized my burger because we're getting the sourdough patty melt, which as you know, comes with sourdough, grilled onions, mayo, Swiss style cheese. Okay. (laughs) Buttery sauce, large patty. American cheese. They just take Z. American cheese and they take a whole puncher and they're like, <laughs> it's now it's Swiss style. Swiss. So then I customized it, of course, by adding bacon, lettuce, tomato. Of course. So there's a Jack in the Box app where you yeah. can customize burgers. Except, can, can you put jalapeno poppers on it? Yes, you can. Oh, wait. Which I gotta download this right now. Oh, it's so great. But here's the thing: we pull up into it and they say, "Hey, we're out of onions." Christy, who uh, was in a really great mood yesterday. Was like, well, if there's no grilled onions on it, then it's not exactly a sourdough uh, sandwich. Then is it? Huh? And the people are just like, oh no, there are grilled onions on there. There's just no raw onions that, that whatever the other sandwich ordered. So we drive away. We go home. Lame. Instead of customizing my burger, all I got was physically the burger patty in between two sourdough. Nothing else. None of the buttery cheese style sauce. None of the Swiss cheese. None of the other stuff that I paid extra for, the lettuce, tomato, the onions. No grilled onions. Well, I think you should take that up with uh, Jack in the Box. <sighs> I did. 
pissed. Um, well, I but I made some, up for it, dude. I had some food successes. Oh yeah, you want to hear about some of those? I do, and I'm gonna come back with what I did with lamb and sweet potatoes last night. Uh, oh. Was it put the lamb in a packet with a lot of butter, butter and, and rosemary it? for three hours? Okay. Yeah, because I you sent me a picture and it was just all this butter in packets <laughs> with the lamb. It looked pretty delicious. It's so good. So how how tender did it come out? It came lamb? out really tender. I'm gonna do it a little bit longer tonight, and I'm gonna do it from 131. I'm gonna go up to 135. Oh. And when we cooked it, I did That's it more still like at a pretty good medium, yeah. yeah. And then, but remember, ours really came off the bone easily. Right. And we did cook it in gravy butter on low for like a half an hour. <laughs> right. We just like basted it and drank a bunch of bunch, you know. And last night I didn't have that luxury, nor did I sear it last night. Mm. I just cooked it pretty quick, and I did uh, sweet potatoes with half a stick of butter, of course, some whole milk, and some both regular maple syrup and a splash of habanero maple syrup mm. in it. Yeah. Habanero maple syrup sounds delicious. And then I had everything but the bagel seasoning, so like sesame seed seasoning, and I put that on my lamb. With a little bit of friend of the show hot sauce. Remember that hot sauce couple we had on our show? Yeah. What's the name of that hot sauce company? High Spice. High Spice. Friend of I the show, High their, Spice. I had their ginger turmeric just a little bit on it. Mm. Oh, my lordy. Was it good? And then here's where it gets even better, Vincent Fodi. I took that lamb juice, butter, rosemary liquid. They say to toss out when you're done sous vide. Did not. I took the other stick of butter, the, the second half stick of butter. I cut up elite mushrooms. I cut up baby cremini mushrooms. I cut up fresh shiitake mushrooms. Uh-huh. I boiled that sauce down, threw in the stick of butter, cooked them for a minute and a half, bro. I like my elite mushrooms chunky and like chewy, good. And then I put that with blister tomatoes. And I took chili pepper oil. So, again, a little sweet, a little spicy, a little savory. Mm, were your and tomatoes going hiking also? Because I get really blistered, <laughs> blistered. when, I, when and I then go hiking. I took my local green beans, and I cut them up into quarters, right, real small. Undercooked those so they were a little crunchy. So I had crunchy vegetables, sweet and savory, spicy lamb, and then maple syrup, sweet mashed potatoes. And they were so good. Wow, that sounds really delicious. I drank two bottles of Kirkland Signature wine, mm. and I had a really great night. What'd you cook lately, man? I heard you did something Scottish, bro. <laughs> you mean it was cheap? <laughs> Gluttony Club is brought to us by Condoleezza's Rice. It'll advocate war crimes against hunger. <laughs> Gluttony Club is presented in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Kenny Loggins Cybersecurity. Trust your logins to logins. Kenny Loggins Cybersecurity. Don't let your privacy be in the, the danger, danger zone. zone. Looking for the best cybersecurity? This is it. <laughs> is that a Kenny Loggins song? It is, dude. I've been rocking it all week, bro. I've been listening to Yacht Rock Radio on Spotify. Yacht Rock? Yacht Rock Radio, bro. <laughs> Have you been on your yacht? I no, but I did get sandals that look like boat shoes. Okay, so <laughs> I got that going for me. Uh, so let's see, what did I make this week? I made two things that came out really good. One was a Scotch egg, which, if you're familiar, a Scotch egg is a semi, like a parboiled, hard-boiled egg. Uh, you just boil it for like six minutes, so it's still kind of liquidy yolk on the inside, but it's the 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 white is formed on the outside. You take it, you peel the egg. Then you take the hard-boiled egg and you wrap it in ground sausage. No way. So you make – it's almost like a 
Kind of the same way now, you do with the Chuck Dog. Did you get sausage or did you get like the – I like to get the uh, just, store just brand Italian sausage. old ground so- pork. Just ground pork. Just ground pork. So just, not even sausage. Just plain old ground pork. It doesn't even have to be sausage. It's just no flavorings in it? Not No flavorings. Just plain old ground pork. And, of course, you reference a Chuck Dog, which is where I take a mozzarella stick and wrap, and it, in wrap it in beef. But and when it boils out, you know that your burger is That's when rare. you know it's ready to go. It's good to go. So you take the you take the the soft boiled egg, you wrap it in the in the ground pork. Yeah, I'm assuming you take the shell off, right? You do, and then uh, then you take it and you you bread it. So you dip in a little bit of flour, Ooh. and you rub it in like an egg wash. Yeah, you do. And then you do hold it on. in panko. Oh, you do the hold on. You rub the egg in egg wash. Yeah. So right now. At this point, you just have a big, a big um, like pork ball. Mm-hmm. So then you take the outside of the pork ball, you kind of make it and smooth it out, and then you put it in the flour, then in the egg, then the panko, so it's nice and panko crusty on the outside, and then you fry it. I chose to do it in the air fryer. It came out, came out perfect. How long did you put it in the air fryer for? Uh, I had to put it in the air fryer for about fifteen minutes. Okay. So it was cooked all the way through. I had my little, um, my little electric uh, thermometer. My little meat thermometer, so I could poke it in and make sure it was up to temp. You want yeah, to get it? Because but it's, it's got to be about one sixty, one seventy five. Pork. But here's the thing: right? because That's the thing. because the pork is insulating the egg, the egg doesn't get cooked all the way. So that when you mm. cut into it and you cut it open, all the pork is cooked on the outside, and then there's a juicy egg yolk that's just gooey and it just drips. I'm still out blown away though. So you don't put any seasoning in when you bread it either, because panko is pretty mellow. No, I mean like if you wanted to, you could like you could like add salt and pepper into the into the pork to mm-hmm. taste or something like that. But um, it just tastes good by itself. Yeah, just just fried pork is already is already pretty flavorful. I had a really good chili relleno this week too. That's, I do uh, love a good chili relleno. Mm-hmm. Poblano peppers, bro. And then uh, I also made meat June. Hold which, on, like, it, are you familiar with meat June? I'm more of a meat August guy. Meat June is a it's a Korean Hawaiian oh, totally it's a Korean Hawaiian dish where it's pretty much only served in Korean places in Hawaii. It's sort of like a Korean Hawaiian comfort food, mm-hmm. which is basically just take like a chuck piece of meat or something like that, uh, or like a sirloin maybe you can do nothing it with. too expensive but nothing too cheap. Right, right in the middle, you could do a London broil even. Yeah, and I just took you take it. I like to br- I brought it home and I put it in the freezer for like two hours just so it got firm so I could slice it because you nice. want you want to slice it down thin. So I broke out the meat slicer, sliced it down thin. <laughs> you marinate for it. For those of you just tuning into the biscuits and gravy show on KKU eighty eight point five, the Waste of Maui, my co-host Vince Fodi has a whole deli setup in his house. I do. You are like Cosmo Kramer. I wouldn't say you I have, have a, a whole literal setup. deli slicer. But I do have a meat slicer in your house, which comes in handy from time to time when you need something sliced thin like meat. June, perhaps like meat June. So then you slice it nice and thin, um, almost like I would say, not like deli meat thin, but about the width of like a Canadian bacon, maybe. You know, of course, because if it's too thin, it would be more like a Philly cheesesteak, right? And for this cut of meat, it doesn't have the right fat ratio to do it too thin, in my opinion. Right. So then you get everything sliced down as thin as you can. Then you marinate it all overnight in like a soy like a sugary soy sauce with that's a, with definitely a bit, the most hawaiian thing you could do a little bit of sesame oil a little mm. bit of green onions in there lots of sugar so it's nice and sweet then the next day you take it out you bread it and uh the thing about meat june is it's more of an eggy based breading so you just kind of like dredge it in flour first then dip it in the egg 
and then when you pull it all out, you just throw it and pan fry it. Mm-hmm. So it so it gets like nice and coated on the outside. Because the pieces are thin but not too thin, you can get a really good ratio where it's actually almost more eggy on the outside. Right, exactly. So where more, whereas like a chicken fry, it's going to be very floury mm-hmm. and crispy. Whereas with the meat june, it's more egg. So you just do a quick drench in the flour, then dip it in the egg batter, pan fry it. It comes out. It's a nice, nice kind of little eggy batter on the outside. Now, what cut of meat did you get again for this? I used a chuck. Okay. Like a chuck steak, but you can use like a sirloin or something. How thin was it cut? It was it was like a normal inch. It was cut like a thick steak. Okay. And then I just took it and I used a meat slicer and sliced it thin. All right. Chuck's usually like a shoulder piece, I think, right? And uh it was actually really good because I also happened to have some kimchi fried rice yeah you because did. i made some homemade kimchi and then i used the kimchi fried rice which is also a korean staple mm-hmm. i ate the meat june with that and it was quite delicious now tip on making good uh fried rice don't use fresh rice you want to use like day-old rice you want to use day-old rice and give it room to breathe in the pan don't overload it always let it breathe mm-hmm. and then so again you put did you put your egg in uh, your fried rice and do you do a whole egg or do you like scrambled style uh, I like to do it when I'm while I'm cooking the fried rice. I'll put push all the rice to the back of the pan or the wok, and then I'll crack an egg in there and let the egg cook to like a scrambled egg, mm-hmm. and then just mix it all in. I mean, you could do it carbonara style, where you do like a where you do like an egg at the end and like not and cook it all the way. Yeah. But I like it where it's like scr- little pieces of scrambled egg. I like throughout to do it rice. like your style. Where you get like the scrambled, and then I use the spatula to chop it off again in thin strands. Right, gotta, and then toss gotta, it in super gently at the end. Right, because also rice, you don't want to overstore. The fried rice is really good too. Over-chop. It had the kimchi. You put some of the kimchi juice in there. Mm-hmm. It ha- I had bacon and fried spam. Ooh, and of course, of little, course. Little fried pieces of hot links. It was like. A that's the great thing about fried rice is you just whatever you got left over just throw it on in there throw it on in bro gluttony club has been brought to us by brad pitt's peaches there's a little pit inside every peach i love gluttony club man we can talk a little about morning wood a little biscuit news and then after you eat you know what it's time to do sit down and watch some tv sit down and watch some tv bro holy smokes so have you been watching any TV, movies, anything good, Chuck? I'm uh, catching up on Lovecraft, of course, on the good old HBO. Lovecraft Country. And I'm catching up on Dark. I know I'm a little bit behind. I right. just finished season one. I have not dark, seen the new episode of Lovecraft Country yet, as as a matter of fact. Just I'm, got released? I'm one episode behind on that. Um, but I am pretty much caught up on... There's, there's a lot of TV out there right now. I also watched a couple movies. I watched that movie Coco. Oh, no. What's that about? Coco's that Pixar movie... Uh, about uh, the Mexican Disney movies, bro. Yeah, Coco is a Pixar movie about a Mexican kid who well, wants to be a guitar player. He wants to be a musician, mm-hmm. and um, he ends up getting sucked into the realm of the dead. Cause Dios de la muerte. It's Dios de los muertos. Uh, whatever. The day of the dead. <laughs> um, and he gets sucked in there, and then he has to escape the spirit realm, and he has to find. Um, he has to find his uncle, who was a famous musician, but then turns out, spoiler alert. That guy, Ernesto de la Cruz, was not actually his uncle. Ooh. It was the other guy the whole time who was his family member. And that, that other guy turned out to be kind of a not-so-nice guy anyway. So, I've been watching a lot of uh, pumpkin carving cake wars. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I was alert. under the impression that you were. I don't think these cakes are very edible at all. Um, also, so I just want to get that one movie out of the way when we were talking about Coco. <laughs> But, um, I thought it was going to be like a sign language movie or something. I was very prepared for something. Oh, else. you thought it was a documentary about the gorilla? Yeah. Who speaks GSL, which is gorilla sign language. <laughs> um, 
let's talk about the Emmys. Oh yeah, we we're gonna we, talk about that. We just—I got a lot of pictures of good old Tony Shaloub sent to me, and he's wearing a velour, very velour, or something. very purpley pink. Please send me that picture. Sure. But uh, let's see, outstanding drama series. Guess who won? It was who? Succession. Oh, of course, you love that show. The show that I love on HBO, Succession. Um, really great show. Uh, some of the other nominees were Better Call Saul, The Mandalorian. Ozark with friends of the show Jason Bateman, who I'm a big fan of. Tony Shalhoub. Oh, that's Tony Shalhoub, all right. Chuck just showed me the picture of Tony Supporting Shalhoub. actor comedy, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And he lost to somebody else. It was uh, Eugene Levy's son in Schitt's Creek. Oh, what? Yeah, so we'll get to that. So let's see. Outstanding drama series was Succession, which I was, which I do agree with. Um, outstanding lead actress was Zendaya. Are you familiar with Zendaya? Not in the least. Uh, she's the girl who plays Mary Jane in the in the mo- in the new uh, Spider-Man movies. Okay. The Homecoming Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland. Uh, she won for the mm. HBO show Euphoria, which I had not seen, and well, I, I never only even saw, heard of it. I only saw the first episode, and it didn't grab me. No. But then I went back and I started rewatching it, and it's very, very good. Oh, there's nudity in Lovecraft County now. Oh, really? Yeah, but it was trans. There's also a lot of nudity in Euphoria. Oh, nice. I can watch that. Um, Euphoria, it's sort of like it takes place. It it deals with kids in high school and stuff like that. So it's sort of one of those coming into age shows. Lame. Um, Did you ever see the movie The Rules of Attraction? Yes. With with, uh, James Vanderbeek from Dawson's Creek. Why does everyone like that movie? It kind of reminds me of that movie. I think that movie just had a very specific early 2000s feel to it. Yeah. That everybody was really Selling into Coke, at that time. The gun and Outstanding the comedy girl from series. Heaven. Outstanding comedy series went to Shit's Creek. That's S C H I T T. So yes. we are allowed to say we it on the say radio. On the, the name of it is Shit's Calm Creek. Calm down, DJ Tony Tutokes. Uh lead actress was Regina King from Watchmen. Of course. Which it was she got lead actress in a limited series, which I don't think that I don't think Watchmen counts because Watchmen was supposed to be more than one season, and then they canceled it after the first season. So then they just called it a limited series. It was supposed to be one. I thought the director. No, it was supposed was like, to. It was, hey, I only wanted to do one and done. Well, that he came to that conclusion after the first series or oh. after the first season. So, mm. oh, and then best lead actor in a limited series, friend of the show, Mark Ruffalo. Of course. Of Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings. He won so for, HBO I know this much is true. Basically also winning all the Emmys. Rizzi O'Donnell, which, who was also pretty good in that. Yeah. I gotta say. A limited series was Watchmen. Lead actor in a drama series was Jeremy Strong from Succession. Who's another, is that the nature of your show? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Succession, um, which I don't agree with. So he hold had, on, the Culkin kid didn't win it. He didn't. I win think it. he's a better actor. He's in that a better show. actor, and also Brian Cox from is a Succession way better actor. Is a way better actor. Brian than, Cox needs the recognition, bro. Jeremy Strong. He has sort of. You're like tuned into Biscuits on Cox here. He has on this like this robotic feel to him. Which, yeah, he's lame. No, it, I don't. I don't get that and at all. I don't know if he's if he's normal in real life and he's playing somebody that's supposed to be like that. The but, lamest person um, in the world. I. Completely disagree that he should have won. Give it up actor. for the Macaulay. It should, should have been should have been Brian Cox or it should have been Jason Bateman for Ozark. He was also nominated and lost. Um, lead actor in a comedy series was Eugene Levy for Schitt's Creek. Lead actress in a comedy series Catherine O'Hara from Schitt's Creek. Best supporting actor in a comedy series Daniel Levy Schitt's Creek. I never watched Schitt's Creek. I think someone was watching it on an airplane once, and I wanted to switch seats. And best supporting actress. Uh. 
Julia Garner from Ozark. You know, the, the blonde, kinky-haired yeah, girl? Dude. Oh, I... I gotta say I'm quite the fan. I would part the waters of her, Ozark. Oh, also, best supporting actress in a comedy series, Annie Murphy, Shit's Creek. Which is crazy. You know, friend of the show, John Boy? Yes. He... <laughs> Just last week. <laughs> yes, I do, Vincent. Just last week, he was telling me about how good Shit's Creek was. No way. And I was like, hmm, it's always one of those things that I never, I always saw it in on my Netflix queue, but I never decided to watch it's it. It's the mom from Home Alone in it, but she's so more he, from like Waiting for Guffman. So John Boy was way ahead of the curve on this one. I got to give him props for- uh, You could say he was two steps ahead of the shoe shine. <laughs> right. Just the way we are with, with Young Gravy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Um, okay, so then, all right, so that was the Emmys. Uh, let's just talk about a couple things coming up. South Park has a one-hour pandemic special coming up on September 30th. The Mandalorian season tr- season two trailer just came out. Fargo season four is coming out September 27th, and season two of The Boys is available. Dude, right there's now. so much TV coming out. The new thing of South Park, the pandemic episode is coming out. Right. Uh, season four of Fargo. Pandemic I special. Wait, dude. I cannot for wait for either of these. Two of Fa- and the Fargo. second half of Primal coming out in October. October 4th, bro. And then let's also talk about on HBO, the movie, the show Raised by Wolves. Oh, is, I got to jump into that. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. It's super good. Uh, it's it also has a very distinct Ridley Scott feel. So if you like Ridley Scott movies, you're gonna love Raised by Wolves. Lovecraft Country has been really good. Nexium documentary has been really good. I'm rewatching Euphoria, which Zendaya just won the Oscar for. <laughs> How much? Or the, the I Emmy saw you for four days ago. You have so much stuff to fill me in on. <laughs> yeah, uh, and also there's a a miniseries. It's like a, a psychological thriller horror miniseries called The Third Day, starring Jude Law. And um, Which ties it all in from before, man. It's really weird because it reminds me of... Not the beast! Ah! That movie Wicker Man. Okay. It starts off, Jude Law gets stranded on this island because the causeway closes down. He saw this girl trying to kill herself in a forest he rescues her he tries to take her home and she lives on this weird spooky island where people are doing all these like weird uh harvest festivals oh so it's just like that yeah and there's like um there's like a spooky ghost kid weird harvest who he (laughs) he saw this spooky ghost kid and then everybody was like what are you talking about there's nobody like that on this island um so only two episodes of it have come out so far, but so far the first episode pretty good. If you like Jude Law, I would definitely recommend that. Um, on Netflix, you can watch Shit's Creek is available to stream on Netflix, and I have been watching Hell on Wheels, of course, which is a show about Common rapper <laughs> actor Common building a railroad. So you want to hear some Hell on Wheels spoilers? Sure, dude. At the end of season two, the blonde chick dies. Okay. The fair hair maiden of the West. She was like one of the main characters. I couldn't believe they killed her off. Killed her it's off. It's ridiculous. She was killed by the Swedish guy who they keep They're trying not to, known for killing people. They keep trying to kill this guy and he keeps coming back. They try to hang him at the end of the at the end of the third season or at the end of the second season. They try to kill him and hang him from the railroad uh, tracks. He jumps off the bridge into the river. Everybody thinks he's dead. He just floats downstream and then he shows back up in the next season. He was nice. still he was still alive. And then at the end of the third season, Common dies. What? That was, I was like, you can't kill Common. He's you the main can't character. Kill Common. I was only watching the show for Common. So watch Hell on Wheels. Hell on Wheels is really good. I like it. I've seen it before. I've really gotten into it, and um, it's an older show. It was on like eight years ago. I'm surprised that they killed off Common in the, like halfway through the series. Hell on Wheels must be even older because I saw it on TV before I even moved out here. 
Really? It's got to be that old. It's pretty old, dude. Yeah, it's it's a it's an older show. <laughs> it's ancient. It's like eight and a half years old. And I, I also like it because it's only five seasons, so it's not one of those shows where you can tell like it's not like a Showtime show where Ugh. if it was on Showtime, it would have lasted like nine seasons. But th- but it's not an a- worth watching. It's an AMC show, so it's only about it's five good. seasons. So yeah. sure. And uh, let me say, it really picks up in season three and four. It's oh, so after they kill off the main characters, it gets even more gritty. <laughs> but uh, season three is really good, so I highly recommend watching Hell on Wheels. All right, anything else for spoiler alert? I think we covered everything. We covered the Emmys. I would say so. We talked about Tony Shalhoub. We talked about the Mandalorian trailer. I've also been watching that show Firefly, which is like a sci-fi How much cult. time do you have? <laughs> I have a lot of time, Chuck. Spoiler alert has been brought to us by Jeremy Irons Irons. You'll be impressed with Jeremy's Irons. And also by Gary Oldman Senior Center. If your ears are golden, spend them with Oldman. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy comes in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Benedict Cumberbatch's Dictionaries. <laughs> have no worries with Benedictionaries. <laughs> <laughs> That's everything for spoiler. You want to do a quick uh, conspiracy roundup? Let's do it, Chuck. Let's do a quick. So much stuff in the new. First of all, <sighs> Trumpy boy over here. Yeehaw! Sign up for conspiracy roundup. Deregulating the EPA, right? So I mean, it can be we don't we don't it. like to talk about current politics Not in the news too much, but there's just been so much like wacky conspiracy stuff, like <laughs> Trump trying to shut down the mail. So the Scalia school of thought, which permeated the Supreme Court exactly. and has spread out all of America. If the president does is it, that it's the not a president crime. does it, it's not a crime, okay? Just like the Pope is infallible, the president, if he does something, he's the president. He can't do anything wrong. Well, being a Trump supporter is like a religion, so I do kind of believe that uh, that that all jives. Yeah. Um what else do I want to talk about? We should mention briefly that the U.S. Treasury Department tried, <laughs> tried to, to buy. They tried to take. Service? They tried to take over the U.S. Postal Service. They were so gonna- the Treasury Department, and then the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is run by like the nine richest people in America. The federal, right? The Rothschilds and Lizards peoples. Right. The Federal right? Reserve are the shadiest people of all because they're the ones that are actually controlling the economy and keeping us all slaves. Yep. Um, to, to the dollar in the banking industry. Yeah. But the Treasury Department is also kind of spooky. They're in charge of producing all the money. Um, but they also, the Treasury Department is also the ones who run the Secret Service for some reason, which we all know that the Secret Service had Kennedy assassinated because he tried to go back to the gold standard, and the Treasury Department wasn't very happy about that. And that's why Nixon got rid of the gold standard. Yeah, but Kennedy was trying to go back to the gold standard. Yeah, and um, the Federal Reserve and the Treasury Department did not did not care for that. And why is the Treasury Department in charge of running the Secret Service? And why is the Secret Service is in the charge Secret of? Service you know, if you have like a fake bill at Seven Eleven, the Secret Service shows up. And <laughs> and we also know that there is a conspiracy theory that that Kennedy was assassinated by a member of the Secret Service. Of Some course. people say that. There's evidence that proves that they shot him either purposely or accidentally, and then they tried to cover it up because it was an accident. But it's also possible that one of his Secret Service members did deliberately shoot him as part of a conspiracy. Or they didn't prevent it as well. But the mafia could have done it. The CIA could have done it. Who knows? 
But the real thing that we're here to talk about today is QAnon. We talked we talked about QAnon. We're not going to get into <laughs> November 1963 conspiracies. Um, we Stephen King actually had him killed, so he could write the next oh, great American Oh, yeah. Or Hulu had him assassinated, so they could, turn, so they could turn it into a miniseries starring James Franco of James Franco's Hot Dogs. His Franks are, frankly, the His best. His Franks are, frankly, the best. So last week we're talking about QAnon ended up being some, like, Soy boy out of New Jersey. QAnon turned out to be just some guy in New Jersey. And also, we discussed New Jersey. Ugh, filthy state. We also came down really hard on New Jersey. Just not hard enough, bro. That state's gross. So we did talk about this a little bit last it's week. Is that Garbage people. True red-blooded conspiracy theorists like you and me. You and I, baby. Uh, take it to the top. You and I, we, we don't believe anything the government tells us. I disbelieve we, most things the government tells we us. We know that it's all a bunch of Because I am not a sheep, okay? And for those of you tuning into KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of Maui, the voice of gravy, we know that we need to listen to people that are authorities on the subject, like Vincent Fodi, like Chuck Sauce, <laughs> okay? We ask the real questions here, people. Don't believe what the government's telling you. All right, so, the government uses their propaganda network, like the CNN we're focusing and the on Wall the big, Street Journals and the New York Times. We're focusing on the big picture here, talking about lizard people and the Illuminati we're and not the Satanists. scientists. And Taco Bell. Of course. Who is part of the Illuminati. Of course. Um, but then you have you have your your fake conspiracy theorists. I like that you got your pocket tums ready to go. Right <laughs> Just there. in case. Then you have your fake conspiracy theorists, which is what QAnon is, because QAnon is a conspiracy theory umbrella, but it only it only appeals to. They're there just to taint the milk to distractify. No, but QAnon is a weird is this weird thing where it's conspiracy theories that only appeal to low information Republican voters. Yeah, well, the QAnon, the whole thing of it is that Donald Trump is the one that's going to save us from all these conspiracies. And then, of course, the person that was in charge of Epstein's Florida case where 63 women came forward and said, we're going to have the courtroom proceedings go on without notifying them. That was a cost. And, and we're just going to give Epstein like. He's going to have to do jail from home, except he doesn't have to go to jail on the weekends, and he can go to work for 14 hours, right. where Ghislaine Maxwell was still bringing him 15-year-old girls to give him HJs. And then Donald Trump looked at this guy, Acosta, and he said, wait, you let Jeffrey Epstein off the hook? You know what I'm going to do? Promote you. I'm going to make you my labor secretary. <laughs> so it doesn't look good for Donald Trump. Now, Do you think that means he's going to lower the age like 14-year-olds can get jobs again? <laughs> Probably. Um, and they... Maybe and give, give jobs. Okay. Oh, lordy. Now, here's, by the way, peach pizza trash. Now, here's here. here's what I was wondering: was that we have we have a conspiracy theory umbrella that up uh, that appeals to low information Republican voters. Chee who? Why is there no conspiracy umbrella that's specifically appealing to low information liberal voters? Now, I know what you're thinking. Chemtrails. I know what you're thinking. Statistically, liberal voters tend to be the most informed. Okay. But, Chuck, they're still talking, out there. We're just talking statistics here, okay? They're still... Statistically, statistically liberals are not as big of dum-dums. But... Just it, statistically they speaking. Are, there are some low-information liberals out there. Oh, you know it. You bet your bottom dollar there's some dum-dums there, out these there. These are your anti-vaxxers, your organic, uh, your anti-GMO people, um, your anti-chemtrail people. But, like, QAnon was this thing to distractify, again... Because there are kidnapping cases in the United States, okay? There are child sex trafficking cases. The government is run by a bunch of people in cahoots, right? Right. 
Now, similarly, if you ever notice that, like, those websites will have clickbait for, like, Cabela and, like, hunting and stuff, <laughs> the liberal, like, the anti-vax, hippy-dippy dum-dums people, right? By the way, vaccines save lives. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here, folks. You heard it here, here, folks. So if you go to those websites, which I do, like motherearth.antivaxing.love.eu. It's a lot of the Lemuria crowd. <laughs> <laughs> so... Those clickbait articles there have a lot of advertising for, like, colloidal silver and, like, <laughs> like natural stuff and, like, onyx rocks, which, spoiler alert, uh, like, all those gems and rocks onyx that people rock. get are done crystals. by, like, like, crystals that hippy-dippy people are into. Uh, that's all, like, child labor and huge, huge co- companies that are breaking environmental laws. A lot of this stuff is grown in labs now, too. Yeah. You know they can grow diamonds in labs? Yeah, dog. Well, anyway, what I was getting at was that I finally found a liberal version of QAnon and he's called LGBT QAnon. <laughs> Hold on! There's an LGBT QAnon? It's L- his name is LGBT QAnon and uh, he's got some of his own conspiracy theories. Would you like to hear some of them, Chuck? Would love to! Um, you got it dialed into Conspiracy Roundup so- in lieu of Conspiracy Cookbook right here on KAKU. We this is the Biscuits and Gravy Show, and we're just talking about some home-cooked conversation here on the so radio. this is LGBTQ Anon Conspiracy LGBTQ theories, Anon. Which is the the liberal version of QAnon. He, he believes that Mitch McConnell <laughs> murdered Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I mean... Who's to say... They were both in the Washington area. All right. I think that's all the proof you need. That's all you need. Also, because he, they know that the Republicans are kind of sweating the upcoming election. Um, and Mitch so McConnell... they wanted to try to squeeze in one more su- Supreme Court nomination. So Mitch McConnell in the middle of the night snuck out. He got his garrote, <laughs> his piano wire. <laughs> he snuck into Ruth Bader Ginsburg's house. And murdered her in cold blood. Mm, I thought uh, RBG died months ago, and they were just having her body be tossed <laughs> around. And then finally, like Don like, Geis. The, the, finally, like, the gig was up, and they're like, oh, we couldn't wait till the election. Bummer. <laughs> there was, like, a janitor that was, like, mopping, and she fell out of the broom closet. <laughs> yep. Like, oh, not again. <laughs> um, also, here's another LGBT QAnon conspiracy theory. Oh, another deep, deep. So Donald Trump is actually... Is actually working with the with the human sex traffickers and all the uh, the child sex well, traffickers. He did fly on Lolita Express and the Satanists and everything. The Virgin Islands. And then there is a deep state, like QAnon said, but the deep state is working against Donald Trump because he's actually part of the cabal. And so there's a deep state, deep state of people inside the deep state working against the deep state that are part of the cabal trying to deep state the deep state, Chuck. Yin and yang, baby. Yin and yang. So for every deep state, there's an even deeper deep state. For every action, there's an equal and opposite, dumber conspiracy actions. <laughs> QAnon was based out of New Jersey with some guy in, in a basement in New Jersey. So where do you think LGBT QAnon is? Some guy in like San Francisco, San Francisco yeah. we're going to... <laughs> yeah, we're speculating here. Wild speculation. Wild, here on the wild speculation. Uh, he's also he could also be from Vermont. He could be from Mother Russia. He could be. <laughs> no, what's uh? Well, Russia is working with uh with the Republicans. So who'd be working? With, what country would be working with the Democrats? Kenya. Who was we know that's where Barack Obama was from. Barack, not my president, Hussein Obama. From um, Kenya, always running away from his problems. Did you have something else for conspiracy roundup? 
I don't even know what this world's about anymore, bro. You, you just want to end it on LGBTQ. I do want to end it on LGBTQ. <laughs> All right, well, then you know what that means, Chuck. Where are the chemtrails, bro? Where have all the chemtrails gone? Where have all the chemtrails gone? (laughs) (laughs) Is that Cheryl Crow? (laughs) I was at a comedy show last week, and Chino was talking about how flat earthers used to not be able to get together. And then now because of Facebook, you can start like a greater Maui or greater San Francisco flat earthers group, and they can all get together and protest against whatever flat earthers are protesting us. And we all know, by the way, that the world is shaped <laughs> they're like a pro- biscuit. They're protesting round earth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the government is in the pocket of big round earth. So the guy next to me <laughs> in the comedy club turns to me and says, I'm a flat earther. I got some numbers that would blow your mind. Mm. And then he paid his tab and left, and that was the end of that mystery. I can tell you right now, I can tell you that a lot of numbers would blow my mind. I can tell you right now, that guy is extremely stupid. (laughs) You ready for Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo? Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. That's where I prove that I'm the smartest buffalo in the room. We just want to remind our listeners. If the earth was flat, you would be able to see Mount Everest from anywhere on the earth. I don't know if that's true. No, it's true. It's still, oh, because it's tall? I don't think you can see that how? You know how... (laughs) You know how you can't see Mount Everest because the Earth is round and there's a horizon. I just think it's, it's far away, dude. No, <laughs> and and the Earth is sh- it's really shaped like a and pumpkin. the Earth is biscuit shaped. The Earth is biscuit shaped. All right. <laughs> Chuck stuff the knowledge buffalo is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's cucumbers. There's no cucumber match for a Cumberbatch. Funny for the biscuits and gravy show comes in part by Rick Astley's rickshaw rides. He's never gonna let you down, but he will pick you up in one of his fabulous rickshaws. And also by most deaf's hearing aids. Get less deaf with most deaf. They're black on both sides. Thanks for tuning in the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Tune in next week for more conspiracy, more cookbook recipes, more comedy, more pornography, more everything. I more love the Biscuits everything. and Gravy Show. And before we start, Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. More anything. I just want to more thank everything. another one of our community-minded celebrity sponsors for underwriting the Sunday. show. And that's Beethoven's Apartments. Hey, Vince. Beethoven's Apartments. Now available for release. Yeah. Also by Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't a rock. It's, it's a, a rock, rock lobster. lobster. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? All right. You ready to jump in, Chuck? Wiener, 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 <laughs> wiener, wiener. So we all know Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is when Chuck tries to prove he's the smartest buffalo in the room. Don't forget to email your trivia questions to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com, and we'll ask them to Chuck live on the air. That's the biscuits and gravy at gmail.com. At gmail.com. All right, you ready, Chuck? And follow us at biscuitwars.com, a website I totally own. <laughs> uh, our first question comes from Dan in Reno, Nevada. Hey, Reno. Dan wants to know oh, this is a perfect question for you today because you're wearing a, a shirt that says Richard Nixon, and it's Richard M- Nixon uh, holding two shot glasses. Yep. Getting right. drunk? Okay, so. I like the shirt, but it's my booby sweat. Dan in Reno, Nevada wants to know, what was the name of Nixon's dog? Oh, God. What was the name of Nixon's dog? I'll give you a hint. It was also, it's also the name of a popular fast food franchise. Okay. Hold on. Checkers? Checkers is correct. All right. Yeah, Checkers. Nice. They got really good wings and mozzarella sticks at Checkers. That's, this is the we had a uh, trivia question about Nixon before. It was what what does the M and Richard M Nixon stand for? Which is Millhouse. It is Millhouse. Of that course. is correct. 
All right, our second question comes from Melissa in Lake Minnetonka, Minnesota. Hey! Melissa wants to know, who sings the song Last Dance with Mary Jane? Oh, uh, Tom Petty. That is correct. It's Tom Petty. Ooh, yeah. Sings the song, the classic uh, Last song. Dance with Mary Jane. Did you ever see the music video for that? No. It's Borders on necrophilia. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Our third question comes from Nick and Kanapali. And as we know, the third question is always a sports question. What is D2, the Mighty Ducks? (laughs) (laughs) Why is it D2, the Mighty Ducks, when the first movie was called the Mighty Ducks? I know. That'd be like if the Terminator, the second Terminator, was was called T2, the Terminator. (laughs) It was called T2, though. It was called T2, Judgment Day, not T2, the Terminator. (sighs) All right, our third question, for, it comes from Nick in Canapoli. He wants to know, Robert De Niro plays a boxer in this Martin Scorsese film. Robert De Niro plays a boxer in this in this Martin Scorsese film. What is it, Chuck? Oh, my God. Uh, the bullfighter or something? <sighs> I'll give you a hint. It's also the name of the one-pound burger at Eskimo Candy. <laughs> That's for all you Eskimo candy fans out there. Um, Have you ever had that bo- that burger? It's so good. It's steamed, isn't it? Isn't the steamed burger? I can't think of it, Steam dude. Steamed hams. Oh, this is so Sorry. bad. It was Raging Bull. Oh. You were so close, Chuck, but you got two out of three, and you know what they say. <laughs> and that also means that that's the end of our show. <laughs> I love, can I hear meatloaf again? <laughs> And that also means that that's the end of our show. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Vince Fody, I'll see you next week. Same gravy place, same gravy time. Same biscuit time. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I'm going to give a shout-out to one of our last sponsors of the evening, Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. And also, Matt Damon's exorcisms need to get out the demons. Get out the demons! And from me to you, hello! <laughs> Dude, Garrison East banging Charles Thero.